Did you know that marketing can be hazardous to your health? This industry is particularly prone to the negative health effects that come with working in a corporate office environment. But don't worry, we have some simple tips and tricks that can help you live a healthier professional life so you can be your best you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Growth Marketing for Martians. I am, as always, your host, Jeff Lambert. So on this week's episode, we're going to jump into an important topic, and that's your well-being. Working in the marketing and sales world, it can be stressful and it can be time-sapping. And we're trying to fill our days and stay on top of our jobs. It's really easy for us to let our health go. And not just our physical health, but our emotional health as well. So we're in luck today because we have someone with us who has a background in both nutrition and in the marketing industry. So I invited her to share some tips that she has based on both her education and experience in this area. Nicole's here back in the studio, and she's the creative director at Risen. So, Nicole, thanks for coming by to talk about this topic. It's so great to be here. Thanks, Jeff. So before we jump into this, just real quick, could you tell us a little bit about your journey? I guess overall, you you started off in nutrition, correct? I did. I started off in nutrition, but wasn't in the field very long, obviously kept up with nutrition education. And obviously, it's something that I use in my daily life. Well, try to at least, right? (laughs) But making the switch to marketing, we still have to think about our physical well-being, our mental well-being, emotional well-being especially when we're on the computer or in an office all day long. It's so important. So that's why I'm here to talk to you today. Absolutely. And do you think that this industry overall needs to pay more attention to this this topic, this, this, this issue, I should say? I do. I really do think so. We get so focused when we're sitting in front of a computer and want to finish uh, the task at hand and lose sight of time and lose sight of being healthy uh, in the choices that we make. And I think it's a very important thing to, to keep in mind for mental sharpness, clarity, and to really make sure that we're doing our best work. Do you think that it's difficult to live a healthy life if you work in a corporate office environment? No, it's not. It just takes some preparation and planning, I think, ahead of time so that, you know, you can, you can implement these things on a daily basis. Well, why don't we jump right in and talk about some of those uh, pieces of advice that you have for people that work in this type of environment. So sure. I guess let's go with top tips and, and starting off with uh, a simple one that people could implement into their daily life. What's one tip that you have for people to live that healthier life? So I think first and foremost, something that we really struggle with is screen time. Yeah. And things like eye strain can be a really big problem for for most of us, uh, especially in the marketing and sales roles, even uh, those in design and programming that we're sitting in front of the computer for such long hours. And this can cause a host of, of things, including headaches, you know, difficulty focusing, increased sensitivity to light, amongst other things, of course. Sure, absolutely. And in this industry, like you said, we're really susceptible to that because 90% of the work we do, if not more, it's done digitally. Exactly. So a few things that we can do to kind of prevent some of this is preventing eye strain, let's say, is distancing yourself from from the screen, having the screen at arm's length, at least, so and, and enlarging the letters on the screen so you're not straining to view certain things. You should also be able to comfortably read what's on your screen. That's why you increase the the screen, the letter size. So that's a good tactic to do because 
you know, I've always been under the impression and maybe it's just my pride. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to turn up that, blow up the display because then I think, well, that my eyesight's hurting uh, or my eyesight's failing. I don't want to admit that to myself, but that's actually a good thing to do, you're saying. It is, it is. And sometimes we decrease the screen size so we can see, you know, more of the screen. But it's obviously going to be detrimental down down the road um, for eye strain, especially. So I really shouldn't be squinting when I'm reading on a screen. Exactly, exactly. Okay. So the arms length away rule, basically. There you go. That's exactly it. (laughs) Put your arms straight in front of you, and then that's the distance that you want. Right. And then increase the font size so you're not straining to read. Okay. All right. Very good. And that really applies no matter if you're working at a desk, if you're working, you know, say on a chair with your laptop in your lap. That's a pretty simple rule. Even on your phone. (laughs) Even on your phone. That's very true. Keep it an arm's length away. Okay. Very good. So that's that's a simple thing that I can do like today, right now. As a matter of fact, I'm going to measure. Okay. I'm about an arm's length away. Perfect. (laughs) My eyes are going to last much longer now. So What's uh, another tip that you have that we could do to really achieve optimal health while we're working in this type of environment? Sure. Another thing that is really very important is your posture. We don't think about this, but straining the back, if scrunching over, it really causes a bunch of issues. So working at your desk or on a computer for long periods of time can, can really strain your neck and your back. A couple of things like tension neck syndrome can occur like when you're your neck and your upper shoulders are in a flexed and kind of awkward position for, for long periods of time. It can happen to people in the workplace who talk on the phone for, for a long period of time. If you, so certain things you want to do is use a headset, let's say. Get up and, and walk around. Make sure that your, your shoulders are back and, and your neck is aligned to keep this type of thing from happening. You know, that's true. Even even just thinking about, like you mentioned, people that are on the phone, you're mm-hmm. keeping your arm in a raised position for very long periods of time. That can't be good for your blood flow. That's true. Yeah. And then even with like, if you're using a shoulder cradle to be able to hold the phone against your shoulder or yes, things like that, that helps as well. Yeah. Is it still important even with you doing all those things to just change positions every once in a while? Absolutely. So make sure that you're not stuck in the same position because that's where, you know, the next strain will, will occur. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I can think of so many times where I've been mm-hmm. sitting in a certain position and then you finish and you just move and you're like, oh, because your yeah. body is just so used to being in that, that exactly. certain you know, frame. So take, take a, a couple of minutes, minutes, stand up and stretch and that'll help as well. Yeah. Have you found that uh, there's certain things that you can sit on that are better than others if you're working at a desk? Have you, have you ever tried any diversity in that at all? What I have tried is lumbar support. So, you know, the small pillows that go just at the bottom of your back. That kind of helps to straighten your back out. Mm-hmm. I haven't tried any others. Have you? Well, I, I can think of, you know, for me, I, I work in education for over a decade. And okay. so I was always used, if I did work at a computer, I was upstanding and walking around the classroom. Oh, so one thing that's worked for me is I like standing desks a lot because yes. it's easy for me to change my position. And then I also just sitting for too long, it bothers me because I'm not used to it. Right. So I would think that standing desks would be an option as well, maybe not for really long periods of time because yes. the pressure's on your legs at that exactly. point. <laughs> but uh, maybe, you know, I've seen at Ikea and other stores, you can even get these adjustable desks now. I do have an adjustable desk. Okay. So from time to time, I stand up, but, you know, my knees, I have weak knees, so I tend to sit uh, within 20, 30 minutes or so. But it's nice to stand up and have that option and I know people that love it and, and swear by standing desks. So, yeah. So, maybe that's an option for people in these corporate, you know, environments. Yeah. You know, ask the boss, see if it's possible to get an adjustable desk. Yeah. Best of both worlds. So, let's go on to another tip that you have for our listeners. What's another way that maybe we could focus on our mental health? 
Yes. So a big one here is taking frequent breaks. And I know it's so tough sometimes because like I said, when you sit in front of a computer and you're focused on the task at hand, it can be difficult to just pause for a moment and take a break. But it's really so important for your mental clarity and your mental health. We always want to work through the day to get you know out of the office in time or early. But really sitting in front of a computer and a desk for hours can really be hazardous. Sure, both mentally and physically, because mentally it saps your creative energy. And physically, I mean, it must have some physical effects on you too, right? Right. So like we said before, eye strain from staring at the monitor for hours, lower back pain and neck tension. You pretty much tend to feel it if you're sitting for hours on end. There can be other complications as well. Do you think that there's a... You know, I've seen a lot of different methods. Is there one that you recommend for trying to break up your day so it's not just four hours here, four hours there? Are there methods that you would recommend for this? There is a great method. It's actually called the Pomodoro method. Um, And it's a technique that uses a timer, basically, to break down your work into intervals. Traditionally, it's used for 20 minutes in length, and then you take a 10-minute or 5-minute short break in between. And after doing four 25-minute intervals, let's say, then you take a bit longer break, let's say 30 minutes. And this is really helpful. And it doesn't have to be 25 minutes. I personally have used it for 45-minute interval and then taking a 10-minute break. So it depends on, on what your task is at hand. But each of these intervals is known as pomodoro, which is the Italian word for tomato. And that <laughs> came about this gentleman by the name of Francesco Cirillo. He um, had a tomato-shaped kitchen timer that he used as a university student. So that he used for 25 minutes on and then took a break. So so does this mean I have to go out and buy a kitchen timer and carry no. it with me to the office? Or? No, no. Now in the digitized world, we have several options. So uh, for Mac, I know there's a timer called Time Out, mm-hmm. which is one that I use. For Chrome, there's a timer called Pomodoro Timer. Mm-hmm. And for Windows, there's... Pomo done, I believe it's called, yeah. Okay, I'll make sure to include links to those in the show notes for our sure. listeners. Okay, so the Pomodoro method, or you say it so much better than me, the Pomodoro. Pomodoro. <laughs> <laughs> I got to work on my, my accent in there. <laughs> okay, that's a great tip for mental health. We talked about some physical options. Is there anything else you would recommend for, I guess, overall mental health in, in uh, corporate office space? Absolutely, your space. Decorate your space. Mental health is so important, and it, it really shouldn't be neglected. And what we have in our immediate environment is really going to affect our mental state and emotional health as well. True. So sometimes, you know, the rigid corporate feel of an office can can kind of make us feel depressed or anxious and or, you know, feel like robots, you know. Yeah, it's um, very industrial. A lot it, of these yes. offices, everything's concrete and right. dark shades of black and white. So. Especially if you're in a cubicle, it kind of feels off. So decorating your space and, and personalizing it really will do wonders in for your mental health. So help me understand what a good, I guess, strategy is for doing that. Because I can imagine you can go overboard with this, right? Yes. You don't want to overpack uh, your, your desk, let's say. Mm-hmm. So you can do a few things. Just pick out, let's say, two or three or four things that are significant to you like a family photo or or an award that you're particularly proud of and make sure that those are in your view so you can see those. But don't overdo it, right? Gotcha. Why would it be a bad thing to like if I brought all of my like uh, 
my action figures and put them on my desk or something like that. Like, why is that a bad thing to over decorate? Well, think messy desk equals messy brain. Okay. So you don't want to overcrowd because, you know, that can really cause mental exhaustion too. your brain is can't it's constantly scanning your desk and trying to focus on other things except for your, you know, your task at hand. So just make sure that, you know, you, your desk is clean and organized and as, you know, as few things as possible, but, you know, those personal touches will, will uh, have a significant effect on your mental health. That makes perfect sense, Nicole. I agree. So it's about striking a balance between having like a Spartan space and having mm-hmm. something that's just like, like you said, like, where did I put the boulder? Because exactly. there's just so much around. Right. It's a good tip to have. So just to recap for our listeners, we talked about the importance of taking a break uh, from screen time. Mm -hmm. We talked about proper posture. We talked about taking frequent breaks. And then, of course, like we said, decorating your space in a functional way. Exactly. So with these four tips, hopefully this will help you as you navigate the corporate waters and try and find a better way to be able to keep your health as optimal as possible while working in these spaces. Nicole, thank you so much for coming by to talk about this with us more in depth. Great to be here, Jeff. As always, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Growth Marketing for Martians brought to you by Risen. Have a great week and keep reaching for the stars. Attention all marketers. Hey, you. Yeah, you. You need to stop working so hard. Luckily for you, the folks here at Risen have the right solution, and that is our program called RevGrow. This system is designed from the ground up to help marketers quickly increase leads and boost sales. We provide everything you need to be able to help your organization grow in a more streamlined manner, including training, project support, content creation, campaign consulting, and so much more. We've rolled this out with other clients and the results coming in are just so exciting. For instance, Four Eyes doubled their leads in just four months. Garage Door Medics tripled organic traffic in only eight months. And Alco Windows and Doors has boosted their annual sales from $500,000 to $10 million in just 24 months. We can help your organization do the same. Transform your sales and marketing efforts into a lean, mean revenue machine with RevGrow today. And you can get started by watching our free video, Three Keys to Transformative Brand Growth. A link is in the show notes. Don't wait another second. Get started on scaling your companies more effectively right now.